1: Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. I am Billy Embody. With me is Shay Dixon. Uh, wasn't a late night for me at the Bengal Tiger first ever subscriber meetup, but we had a few beers, margarita, watched some football. Uh, had a great time with some of our subscribers last night, so I wanted to say thank you guys for coming out. Shay,
0: you stayed in last
1: night. You're probably well, well that rested. I in Dallas.
0: I'm not driving to Dallas to hang out with you. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe one day. But,
0: yeah, the, the DFW crew of Tigers held it down. We'll do what here heard in Baton Rouge. Don't worry.
1: But we're here to talk a lot of recruiting. It was a ended up being kind of a newsy visitor weekend for the LSU-Mississippi State game. A win for the Tigers. That certainly helped things. But let's lead off with two top ten prospects who were on campus and really had quite the visit from what we've seen. We saw – Pictures at the top of Tiger Stadium with the Mississippi Bridge in the background. We saw uh, one of the uh, Greek life uh, organizations get involved with some banners for them. But five-star defensive backs, Desmond Ricks and Ellis Robinson, out of IMG Academy, made their way to campus for an unofficial visit. Both have visited before. For Ricks, this is just yet another time he's been on campus. We talked a lot about him last week, and right after we got uh, got out of the pod, Ellis Robinson was like, I'm coming too. So two top 10 overall prospects on campus for LSU. Things went really well with them. You know, I, I think they're right in the mix with both of these prospects. And, you know, it's just going to be one of those things. Just keep kind of chipping away. Hope you get an official visit and you're battling some of the nation's best for them, no doubt.
0: I'll say this about getting these two to campus. And when you're talking about juniors in high school, 2024 20, kids is this cycle. And you're trying to put into perspective, okay, we got them on campus. Are they going to commit? Or, you know, are we ranked number one now? The only goal at this point, at least for me, Billy, is getting them around a lot, one, then getting them around with decision makers, meaning parents, coaches, whomever it might be, right? Grandparents, uh, someone who's ultimately going to help them make that final decision, When you're talking about IMG kids, they're playing down in Florida, but that's not where their family is, Billy. And for the most part, unless you're a kid from around, you know, around Bradenton. Desmond Ricks is from Virginia. Ellis Robinson's from Connecticut. To have both of their parents come in from those places on their own dime. These are unofficial visits for juniors in high school. Um, Ellis came with his dad. Uh, Ricks' mom and dad and sister were all there to meet him. I think that speaks volumes to me. We talk about it all the time. Watch what kids do, not always what they say. Well, what Desmond Ricks has done is visited three times to LSU in the past six months. That's more than he's visited any college campus. He's His parents have paid for themselves to come down and see it and meet with the staff. And now you're seeing Ellis Robinson not only make his first visit to LSU, but do so by getting his dad to come down. So... That, even before we dove into any, like, how does LSU feel about it? Is LSU in the lead? You want to just get through that initial hump of, hey, these are top 10 prospects, and they can go visit wherever they want. A lot of times, especially with IMG kids, Billy, they'll load up with 10 other kids on the team. Everybody's being recruited. I might as well go. It's a free trip. This didn't seem that way to me. This seemed like two guys who were coming over, had some serious interests, and uh, I think we already knew that about Ricks, so and now we're kind of figuring that Robinson's one that they'll be in play for.
1: Yeah, you nailed it, and, and that's the key and very, very important with a lot of these prospects that not LSU is playing catch-up on, especially in 2024, but some of these 2023 guys they were on, you know, hadn't been to campus and hadn't met the staff. Well, now these are guys that have been around for, you know, they'll have seen the staff three or four times by the time You know, next summer rolls around when maybe they start making some decisions, official visits, get involved, things like that. So this is important to always get guys like this um, on campus. Obviously nice to get, you know, elite prospects, top 10 guys on campus. Samuel Mpemba was supposed to come their five star defensive end teammate in the class of 2023. But he ended up pushing it back. Sounds like he's going to visit for the Ole Miss game. That's turning into a huge recruiting weekend, especially for Jamar Kane on that defensive line. As of now, some of his commits, maybe some other uncommitted guys will be uh, in Baton Rouge for that one. Uh, but, you know, IMG is still a powerhouse. Nice to get those guys on campus when you can, especially, you know, making, you know, it happen with their family, like you mentioned, Shay. Another 2024 that I saw actually play against Deshaun Womack in St. Francis Academy was DeSoto linebacker Brandon Booker. He was on campus. He's one of the top linebackers in the state of Texas. Really talented prospect he actually kind of missed some of his spring uh, with a foot injury so it was good to see them get him on campus they did have some of these like surprise visitors on campus in a way um, You also had Ryan Yates uh, Tyree Adams so they did a good job kind of mixing it up with some of the younger prospects as well had some in-state flavor like 2024 linebacker Sandy Lewis uh, some of his other teammates but then you had 2023 defensive back Marjavius Moss and this is one I think you know, along with maybe Macho Stevenson at at Captain Shreve up in, uh, you know, North Louisiana, they're evaluating and you never know, maybe there is a spot for a guy like that uh, down the line.
0: For me with these in-state kids, you're you're always going to be quick to offer out-of-state kids, uh, pull the trigger there more quickly than in-state kids, just for obvious reasons. You you offer an in-state kid, there is a desire for that kid probably to play for LSU. So he would want to be able to commit. With an out-of-state kid, you can hand out an offer and kind of just figure it out from there. And, and if you don't really press him, then you're not really at the forefront of his picture anyways. That wouldn't be the case if and, you a know, Louisiana kid gets offered. So we're nearing that mark, Billy, that we've talked about on the show. About a month in the high school football season. So let's give it another week and uh, maybe two weeks. But uh, that's when the coaches pour through four games, five games of film, they get a feel for how you look as a senior and then they make an offer or don't. So uh, even kids like that, I'm at DB, where they have a lot of guys already committed. They have a lot of position versatility there. They're not slowing down. Those evals just keep on going because what the class looks like right now isn't always what it's going to look like at the end. Some guys may come off it. Certainly you're going to add more guys to the list. So he's one of the ongoing evaluations. We talked about Jonathan backs uh, over at Edna Carr, Sam, uh, and Newberg get a piece on the national site talking about that one, but LSU's been monitoring him. So there will be some guys here in Louisiana. I would bet two, three, four, five guys that they have really under the microscope of, do we want to make an offer and make a move here? And we've seen it plenty, Billy, around LSU's program in the past with guys who get late offers added to the class and end up being really big time players. Foster Morrow, Duke Riley, you can kind of go every, a uh, couple of years and find the guys so i'm interested to see kind of who they who they go after with senior year evals and i won't it's kind of you alluded to this in the in the prior question and or just kind of talking point the staff is still getting to know these guys like they didn't get three years of summer camps with all these in-state kids which is normally about what you'd have they saw them for the first time this summer and if they didn't come to camp they haven't seen them at all so um, these ongoing evaluations, just the staff getting to know kids in the 23 class and beyond, uh, is one that's going to take a minute. And it's not, it's not a big shock. You'd rather see them be diligent than just go handing out offers left and right, and uh, you ultimately end up burning kids or not with, you know, addressing needs or whatever it might be. It seems so far they've been very diligent about how they've gone about recruiting Louisiana.
1: Yeah, I mean, from Marjavius Moss, Curly Reed, was on campus, uh, you know, a name I'm starting to hear more and more about is Shreveport uh, Northwood defensive lineman to Darius Collins. He's got some Power Five offers. Zachary's Ashley Williams has some Power Five offers, been committed, you know, um, committed to Auburn. Uh, really, you know, some talented state guys that could end up picking up some offers. I like the fact that I think pretty much all those guys didn't camp this summer um, that I mentioned, but. They're really watching closely on the senior tape. You know, Jonathan Bax, I think, is the only one who camped and didn't end up walking away with an offer. Um, They're recruiting him. It's trending towards an offer, it looks like, to me, at least just reading tea leaves, but we'll continue to track that one. Uh, One player that I got a chance to take a look at uh, on Friday night was five-star offensive lineman Zalance Hurd. Uh, Watched him and Neville uh, really just dominate Huntington on the road. Um, I think it ended up being 49-12 or something like that. Uh, check out the clips on the BengalTiger.com. Zalance just very dominant, showed why he's a five-star and on three. We just dropped the new rankings. He stayed a five-star. So did Shelton Sampson. One name, though, Jay, that is shooting up, and we've kind of heard about him and, and just watched his development uh, into this elite, elite prospect is Deshaun Womack. jumps up to the number 28 overall prospect in the country he's the top rated defensive lineman committed to lsu now according to on three we saw him at Under Armour future 50 i saw him in action against soto i mean he's just starting to look like a guy that is might force you to name him a five star
0: yeah and what he got put into the top 30 um eventually there'll be 32 five stars we're in the low 20s right now as they do each update uh, they kind of continue to expand that so if they expanded it right now he'd be a five star right he's in the 20s so uh that's exactly where you want to be in terms of a high level prospect is, is trending up as you go from sophomore to junior to senior he's not gone back at any point he just keeps playing better and better football and i guess to tie it to what it means for the team kind of next year. This is a guy who Ollie Gay is in his final year as your D end, right? And I know they'll they'll have a bunch of different looks. Matt House, the defensive coordinator, is very multiple, but um if we're going with this kind of front where you got a stand-up jack kind of edge rusher like BJ O'Jelari and then you've got a hand in the dirt D end like Ollie Gay, this is a guy who could fill in the Ollie Gay role. And you look at Ali Leaving, you've got Savion Jones who's played a lot of really good football here lately. Uh, Quincy Wiggins is coming off an injury, but Quincy's 285, you know, in high school and now into college. He can play multiple spots on the D-line. Uh, I think LSU looks at a guy like Womack and says, hey, next year you and Savion Jones are probably going to be the two guys we're leaning on here. And that's big for me. That's a spot that already rotates a ton with BJ, or excuse me, with Ali Gay out there. So this is a kid, if you want to kind of start to think as a fan of, who in this class can help on next year's team? Womack is right up there with Shelton Sampson and uh, Zalons Heard, or, you know, kind of whatever, whatever, whatever other guys you're circling. He's uh, not far off. I think Shel- or Zalons is ranked 14 overall right now, offensive tackle. He's in the top three. Shelton is ranked 20 overall right now, so that makes him one of the top receivers. And then Womack is in the 20s. So uh, even though you don't see that five-star tag next to his name, Again, if it expanded to 32 overall five stars right now, he'd have one. He's only a few spots behind him in the rankings. This guy, this was a big jump. And I, and I think a um, kind of a feather in the cap of, of Jamar Kane, who whenever he was recruiting him heavily and getting him committed, he was not even a top 50 prospect. And now we're talking about a guy who's going to be a five star probably. So um, hat tip there. And a D-line class that we already knew was good, Billy, is kind of getting stronger.
1: Yeah, and uh, one thing, too, on Jamar recruiting Deshaun Womack, he had to repair that relationship at St. Francis Academy. And uh, I talked with Coach Versailles over there after the game about a month ago, and it seemed like a month ago now. um, And he just really raved about the job that he did recruiting him, what Coach Kelly did in terms of, you know, kind of easing their concerns with where LSU was at with St. Francis. So that's a big-time program. That's a good sign um, for LSU to be, you know, being able to get a guy like Deshaun Womack out of there. He's locked in. He's going to be here in January. He's physically ready to go already. It'll just be a matter of, you know, getting him with the staff and getting him even more ready to go. Um, I think you look at him. You look at, you know, you mentioned Shelton Sams' Zaylon's Hurt. You know, can can Jalen Brown uh, be one of those guys that comes in too? So I think this this class is starting to have a good number of guys that could play early and really contribute. Whit Weeks is trending up as well. Moved up about sixty spots in our. Uh, rankings and, you know, I think well-deserved. He's doing it on all three sides of the ball over there at Oconee County. That's a really good indicator for linebackers. Um, it was funny. I, I was talking with um, one of the coaches who was with West at uh, Virginia about him and and just, they just kind of raved about what he brought to the table um, and, and, you know, being able to rush the passer. He's got some size, play off the ball, uh, really hard worker. And, you know, to have that type of a, you know, family, uh, coming into your program, you really, really like to see it. And Witt just seems like he's, you know, really trending up. Um, and, and I think you like what you see when you look at evaluating linebackers and and how the indicators are there for
0: him to be a really good one. You know, the, uh, there's a slight bit of irony here. LSU had set themselves up well at Oconee County in Georgia when they had Max Johnson on roster, and it looked like Jake Johnson, the number one tight end who was committed to LSU forever, was going to LSU as well. They have two Oconee County kids that were brothers. Didn't quite work out. Max transfers out. Jake flips to AM as well. They go play together in College Station. Uh, but they take a transfer uh, in weeks. And now his little brother uh, is going to be on the team as well, committed. So you'll have two kids uh, that are brothers from Oconee County on the team. It's just not Max and Jake Johnson. It's the Weeks brothers who play linebacker. And well, look, we've seen Weeks play well. Weeks is playing better this year than I thought he would have any sort of impact coming out of Virginia as a true freshman that largely played on special teams like he's got a role as a backup linebacker already. Uh, and his brother's trending to to be kind of an even not kind of be a higher ranked prospect than he was coming out of high school so uh, some excitement there as you build out the linebacker room, I do want to say quick note, um, just because I want to point this out. Daron Reed is one guy, Billy, that is committed to LSU, and he's in Jamar Kane's D-line group. And I don't feel like anybody ever talks about him. But Jamar Cain's D-line group, now on on three, three of the four commitments to LSU are ranked as top 50 players. And Daron Reed is one of them. We've got him ranked 39 overall. That makes him the number six D-lineman in the country. And if you go on his on three profile, you can click industry comparison and see where everybody ranks him. I'm looking at it now. He's ranked as the number six D-lineman by us. 40 D linemen at 24 7, 46 at rival, 53 at ESPN. I don't think that those are going to stay like that forever. Uh, I think we're on to something here with Deron Reed being a big time player. Coming out of Georgia, we've got him now ranked Billy as the number two player in Georgia. That's a massive pull for LSU to go into a state like Georgia and get uh, what's considered to be the second best player they've got in the state. And if you want the comp for him, this is a little bit bigger, a little bit more athletic Makai Wingo type who they brought in from Missouri as an all SEC freshman there. Now when Mason Smith got hurt, we're seeing Mingo's, uh, Wingo start and play a good bit. Uh, he's disruptive. He plays that DT position really well. Um, and Reed's a kid who's pushing 6'4 and is already 280 coming out of high school. And uh, supposedly I haven't gotten to see any full game stuff, but I've talked to people who have. Uh, and he's looked really good coming out at Carver as a senior. So They've got a nice D-line group coming in with a couple of guys that are going to play early.
1: Yeah, no question. I mean, Deron Reed is, is a really, 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 I think, high upside prospect for Jamar Cain to take. Get him into the weight room. I think they'll pack even more weight on. Some of the pictures of him from the spring are really kind of interesting. That Carver jersey, just like it, it looks like he's not even close to filled out. So it's kind of what you want to see. Uh, they'll pack the weight on him. He's going to be a really, really good player, I think, for, for LSU for a while Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, you know, I think, Shay, we've got to transition a little bit uh, into basketball. We got it. We got to talk about five-star point guard, guard, AJ Johnson to cap this podcast, give the hoop staff a little bit of love. They had a big time official visitor on campus with AJ Johnson coming in. You know, I dropped some tidbits on the board Check them out, a dollar for a year, but I'll just say, I think LSU is very much in the mix now for AJ Johnson. We'll see, I think a decision could come maybe early October for him, we'll see. But LSU did a really good job on this recruitment and I think people should go check out my tidbits, get them a subscription for a year
0: for just a dollar and a Bengal Tiger Founders Club hat. That's the pitch. Mm -hmm. You know what the best part? You didn't even mention this kid. Well, first off, this kid what is like the number two point guard in the country, so he's real deal. Do you know where he goes to high school? Donda Academy. Do you know where who started Donda Academy?
1: Shay, you you got me there.
0: No, really? You don't know that? That's Kanye West School.
1: Okay, I was wondering That's, if it was Kanye Christian didn't, Academy. Didn't
0: Bronny go there
1: for a cup of coffee? I don't know if he drinks coffee, but Oh let's wasn't see. it wasn't wasn't it all these high-level Mikey Williams
0: goes there right uh oh well, certainly I'm reading articles where it said Bronny was on the hit list of guys they wanted on the squad um, <laughs> but yes that's Kanye West school uh, this, this is there is a transfer
1: uh, is there a transfer or die joke I can make here <laughs>
0: yeah no this is like uh Matt McMahon and them like women's basketball sounds flage, right Johnson you know and she's like at All World Rapper. This is yep. their way. They're getting into Donde Academy now.
1: Shout out for Flauze. Uh, She's killing it. She just got signed by Puma. At, yes. Uh, no joke. It,
0: wait, now I'm curious. Is there uh Okay. Well, I'd be interested to see if they could pull off this a Donde Academy kid. That jumped out at me when I was reading your story earlier and then I looked up his high school. I said, that seems like it would be Kanye's. I did a little research uh, and it was indeed true. Um, gosh, Billy, they only have one commit, right? For basketball.
1: Yep. Right Corey chest, who was also on, on campus helping recruit. So it was all hands on deck for AJ Johnson. They really prioritized him. They didn't have many unofficials on, on campus for that game. Uh, I think there were some other former players back. They, I mean, they swung for the fences with them and, and,
0: uh, we'll
1: see if it pays off. But, but I did hear it went well.
0: Did. Where did I see is this clickbait? Where was I reading that maybe one of LeBron's kids had LSU on his wish list or like on his list? Was it Bronny mm-hmm. or was it the other one?
1: I think it would maybe have been not. The, if
0: you don't know about it, it wouldn't be true. So
1: I, I don't I don't think I don't think it was Bronny. That's that's what I'm sticking with. Okay. Maybe Bronny, maybe we've of, got
0: we've got Bronny ranked as a top forty player right now. In Ohio yeah. State's leading the way there. I can't believe so, that kid's finally a senior.
1: I cannot believe LeBron's probably going to play with his son in the NBA at some point. That's just wild. Well, that,
0: that was his goal, right? He was going to retire yep. once he got to play with his son.
1: Yeah, maybe Tom Brady will do that, the
0: Bucks, something. Ooh, those kids are young. I don't know if you can wait that out.
1: I don't know. His, they did the
0: like – Do not cross your fingers.
1: They did the progression from his draft day photo or whatever, the combine one, to now. I mean, he looks like he's – he looks like he was – 20 years older in his combine picture than he does now. I mean, hey, he that's was, what high level income, get yeah, some work done. He's gotta look good for Giselle. So all right. Yeah. Well, we're off the rails here, but we hope everybody enjoyed another edition. Kanye
0: did that to us. I didn't know they were recruiting Kanye's kids now.
1: We've got to get Kanye on the pod. We can make a call, and, right?
0: And they said Matt McMahon was straight laced compared to Will Wayne. This man's out at Donda Academy. This is <laughs> I'm I'm loving this right now. I can I can get on board
1: yeah I mean, you go from the general to I don't know what nickname they're gonna come out, come up with uh, it's Matt like <laughs> it's Matt McMahon. man yeah. yeah, yeah. all right, guys, well, thanks so much for listening to this edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting podcast. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We just hit a thousand subscribers on the YouTube channel. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Huge milestone for us. We just went over a thousand new subscribers in the month of september as well so let's keep that train rolling a dollar for a year to read the bengal tiger tell your friends let us know if you get some people to sign up might throw you some free free months on top of that so let us know if you're uh helping us build uh this monster but appreciate
0: you guys listening got more podcasts on youtube Che, go it, this is probably where we should drop a nugget because if people then were like, oh, the podcast is over, and I'm not listening to Billy talk about people signing up for the site, and now I'm off, they would have missed the good stuff. Uh, and it just came to my mind. Let's do a minute here. There was is there Jv and Toviano news to pass along? Sam did an article that said Toviano quoted that he's already made his decision, but he's still planning to take all these visits. So are we nowhere different than where we were like a week ago when we thought that he was just taking all these visits? Like, are we buying into his decision was made a month ago?
1: I am in the camp that we're in the same position, or at least like from our standpoint, covering it, it, he could tell us like he made his decision. I don't have any reason not to believe him, but he also hasn't committed and, at least from what I've heard, we've been able to confirm that he hasn't committed to LSU, at least like privately or, you know. And, I, and, I don't
0: think he's committed anywhere. I, I agree.
1: I don't think he's told the school I'm coming because I think he's playing it so well in terms of like respectfully that I don't think he wants to do that. I don't think he wants to be a silent and then not go and kind of change that up.
0: OK, so we're so the the news is no news at the moment.
1: He said a decision could come any day, at least like a He did say that. But I I think he actually told me that in August, too. So, I mean, it is true. He could make a decision any day. It doesn't mean he will. It doesn't mean he will. And it doesn't mean any day is any day in the next week, two weeks, whatever. So, we'll see. He's the man to announce his own intentions in terms of where he's going to visit. We'll see where it is next. Um, but he's a good one, still on LSU's radar. JV and Toviano, um, and had a pick six as well in a in a win against Temple. So um, playing at a high Yeah. For, the,
0: for those who don't know, we're talking about Toviano as a top five safety in the country. They kind of like him at cornerback, but uh, when we're talking about who's left on LSU's board, he's sort of kind of near the top of the guys we talk about the most.
1: Yeah. So there it is, tidbit kind of for those who are still listening. Uh, you can rub it in people's face that you stayed on after all my promos for to subscribe and all of those things. So with that, no more promos. Shay, thanks for joining. As always, thanks to you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys later in the week with uh, another uh, podcast previewing uh, LSU's game this weekend. Catch you later.